You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters. I'm your co-host, Bobby Lind. And I'm Kimberly Whitecamp. In each episode, we break down the mysteries of copywriting and marketing. You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters. And in today's episode, we are going to dive into social media answering all of your outstanding questions as business owners on how social media can actually help you. But before we get into that, let, a, let me tell you, we have a very special guest today. Her name is Lee Vasquez Noon, another fellow copywriter who's kind of done quite a bit in the social media world as the copywriter for different businesses and figuring out some of the strategy on how to make it work for you. So she'll be joining us today. And Bobby, you know, what is our topic for today? What are we going to chat about before going into the scary, scary world of social? Well, first, let me uh, um, say hello, Lee, and uh, thank you for joining us. And um, Hi, Bobby. Hi, Kim. So, so the question today is, uh, as, as a business, I'm sure you have a social media page. What is something that you've put up that has just been your biggest flop? No engagement, no nothing. Go ahead. Take it away, Kim. Uh, my biggest flop on social media? Who? Yes. Uh, you know, I think in general, um, it used to be, right, you, you'd post something and then you'd get, uh, you know, oh, all you need to do is put something out there and then everyone's going to come flock to your site. And that quickly became not the reality. Uh, so the first things I was putting out was, you know, asking questions. I, I think that would be my, my biggest flop in general is just I'll put out like a marketing question out to my network and then I get no answers and it's very sad because I really want to know what other people are thinking um, but uh, I would say no the biggest one is um, I, I use a lot of different tools to find interesting articles throughout the throughout the interwebs if you will um, on topics related to what I write in and I think it's really cool and I share it and then it gets no engagement and it makes me sad yes uh, the proverbial, if you build it, they will come. It worked in the movies, and then everybody thought life would just follow that. <laughs> right, and I'm like, why on earth would I go to a, what is it, a cornfield in the middle of Iowa that's got a baseball field in it? I don't remember exactly what the movie was about, but I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, why would people come? How about you, Lee? Oh, gosh, I, I think I have to mimic what you said as far as, you know, putting up questions and you you're expecting that this is going to be a hot topic and that there's going to be some discussion and you just get crickets. And it's, it's crazy because then what's frustrating also is that you'll put up something that you're like, oh, I just, I need to get something up there. And, you know, nobody really cares. Nobody's reading this, obviously, because nobody's responding to my stuff. And so you put up something that you think is just filler. It's, it's like inane. It's barely related to your topic and people go crazy over it. I mean, I've had that before, too, where it's like, what? <laughs> this is what yes. you want? <laughs> so, well, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it can be hard to figure it out. Yeah. So my, my biggest flop probably was, I think I put a picture up on something, a before and after. Here's what the copy looked like before. Here's what the copy looked like after. I was so excited about it, man. I think I wrote a diatribe definite description in what was going on. And I just poured your heart and soul into it, and it went nowhere. Oh, so, I know, I know. Now, the longer the longer that my page has been running, it's interesting because over time, it's getting a little bit of of kind of trickle in. 
but yeah, yeah, it was, that was probably my saddest, most depressing moment where I put all that time and effort into it for it to go absolutely nowhere. Yeah. So, and that, you know, not necessarily a segue per se, but kind of diving in a little bit to the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media, because uh, you know, as, as Lee said, sometimes you'll put something out there and you think it's going to be a huge hot topic and you get nothing. And then you put something really random out and that's what everyone comments on. So Lee, what can you tell us about, you know, how, how should businesses be using social media? What is some of the good, the bad, and the ugly about social media and how it can help businesses? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, social media can be one of these topics that people just don't even want to talk about when it comes to businesses um, because it's, it, you know, it's kind of perceived in a way like, like, well, you know, it's, it's not, it, it's, it's social, it's personal, it's not business. Um, yes, there's LinkedIn, which is a business channel and should be used only for business, but, you know, people will think about other channels, Twitter or Facebook, whatever, as you know, strictly social. And yet, at the same time, I don't know about you, but when I find, like, say, a local restaurant that I really like, I am immediately on my phone looking for their Facebook page so I can start following them. So I get any updates about, hey, we've got a special night for drink specials or or we're doing um, yeah. a live band on this day or whatever. Same thing with, uh, you know, other businesses, clothing stores. I want to know when their sales are. So I follow their social media pages. And, you know, it's actually become such an integral part of our business life, too. And there's nothing more frustrating. Well, that's not true. There's lots of things more frustrating. But it, it can be really frustrating when you go to follow this business because, like, oh, wow, I just discovered you. I really like you. I want to know more about your business. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what you guys are doing. And they don't have a Facebook page or they don't have a Twitter account or they have no social media presence that, or if they do, it's not up to date. It's awful. And so you, you feel like you're left out in the dark, like they don't love you as a customer anymore. So, uh -huh. you know, I have, every business really does need to have a social media presence. Where it gets tricky is that not every business's social media presence needs to be the same thing. And that can yes. be tough when you're getting started to know what now, to do. Now, I've got, I've got a question for you on that. And this is a, a kind of an in your opinion. Do you think that it, the businesses that don't use the social media platform, is it a generational thing? Or is, it, is there something else that's going on there that makes it kind of the resistance for using these channels that younger just oh the younger crowd uses that yeah that is a very good question and I'm not sure it's a generational thing anymore because mm -hmm. I'm not young <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like not even of the social media generation I've kind of picked it up as I've gone along but I was uh -huh. well into adulthood when this stuff came along so you know, I do know people my age and much older that are active social media users. Um, I know business owners and, and, and people that work in social media that are my age and older. So I'm not sure it's a generational thing anymore. I think it might be a combination of, um, like any other type of marketing that you're not doing, sometimes it's because you just don't know how to approach it. Uh -huh. um, 
And also as a business owner, especially small businesses where we're a one-person shop or a two-person shop, um, which is more of my focus is the smaller. And I, I do have one social media client who's a much larger business, so I can talk a little bit about that too. But most of the people I do social media for, either myself or clients, are on the smaller side. And it's like, it's just us. And so we don't have time to do some of these things, you know. And yeah. I think right there you kind of nailed, hit the, hit the nail on the head with, with perception of social media. You have, um, mm-hmm. Bobby's question is very relevant because I've, I've spoken with business owners before, or talked with other people, and they're like, oh, well, no one's on this particular network, or our users mm-hmm. don't use social media. And I just want to ask them, I'm like, well, do you have a social media account of any kind? Because if the answer <laughs> is yes, and if your, um, you know, if your buyers are in the same age range as you, then yeah, your, your users are on social media, but it's a there's, matter of not knowing how to use it. There's like mm-hmm. 2 billion users on Facebook. If yeah, you can really find your the world's population, one third of the entire world is on Facebook. So don't tell me that your users are not on social media. <laughs> well, uh, one of the things is that as a business, whether you're large or small, you should be measuring your results of everything you do, your marketing, your um, your output, you know, oh, your sales, all that stuff. You need to have metrics. You need to have statistics. You need to know what's going on. With social media, that's really hard. It's... It, you can do some tracking if through ads, but your actual presence where you maintain a page or you might even have a group of, of like-minded individuals. I, I do have uh, one client that I manage some groups for them, and so that's where people kind of gather and they, they chat more. But it's really hard to say, oh, well, this is your ROI. In fact, I, it's depending on it. You know, ads, you can do some. You can get click-through rates. You can... Um, you can even track sales in some cases now. They they put a lot more metrics on them. But you know, as far as that group, it's like I can't tell you that you're getting sales through here unless someone comes in there and says, "Oh yeah, I just bought the thing you were talking about." So that can be hard for business owners to say, "Yeah, I'm going to invest in that. I'm going to take my time or my employees' time or hire a freelancer and have them pay them to do it." it you know, they don't want to do that because they can't get a return on the investment. They can't figure out what the metrics are. And so that can be a real big problem for social media. Uh-huh. So yes. then if you can't do a direct measurement of ROI, if mm-hmm. you will, or if you can do a measurement of ROI, but it's really convoluted or it's, it's not linear, right? You can't say you did A right. and then B bought. What what right. is use? What are the top uses or the top reasons to to have that social presence? How can it help businesses? Oh well, how else can you actually directly talk to your customers? It's a wonderful tool to find out what they are thinking. You have a new product. Uh, you post about it on social media. If you get a bunch of comments saying, "Wow, I really like that. I'm going to have to come in and get that." Now you've got some feedback there. Uh, people ask questions. It's a great way to get feedback instantly. There's a little bit of a downside to that. That's, I guess that's part of the bad. You know, the good part of social media is that you get that contact with your customers that you might not normally, especially if you have an online business. How often do you actually talk to those people? 
you know, or they actually going to send you an email where they might follow your Facebook page and like posts, give you comments, send you messages there asking questions. Uh, one of the bad things is, is that people do, um, after a while, they, they, they can get to expect instantaneous customer service. And so that can be a little bit of an issue. You do have to be monitoring that stuff. Yeah, that, to me, that personalized touch, the um, getting to know your customers, getting to interact with them, letting them know who you are, especially for small businesses, which you know, mostly who I work with, and I know three of us are probably you know small businesses too ourselves, being having the personal touch and being able to um, show you're a human being too. Uh, that part of the whole know, like, and trust people. I mean, if they know that you're a real person, that you have a sense of humor, that that you like the color red, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that. That really can make a big difference. So basically, what a, a quick summary then. You know, social media, it can be difficult to get started. It might be a little bit different uh, if you have a, a goal for a small business or if you're selling mm -hmm. a, a physical product versus a digital product. But basically, uh, you can use social media as a way to interact directly with your customers to get that direct yes. feedback, to find out if an idea is something they do want a solution for or if maybe you need to to reconfigure something and also of course it's just a way for you to to get known to be found so even if there are people exactly who don't want to buy from you right now they might know someone right my grandson helped me set up my facebook mm -hmm. account. now i can buy all the things i want right mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a big thing um i think that if you are local especially if you're serving a particular geographical area as opposed to online, you definitely need to have that social media presence because you can own that space. You can have personality in your posts. You can get people following you from the local area yeah. that, you know, they, they, they follow you on Facebook or Twitter just because they're enjoying reading about you. They may not be customers yet, but they might become customers because of that. You know, so that's, that's an incredible opportunity and it's cheap. Oh my gosh, your, your social media accounts, I, I can't even think of one that's not free as far as, you know, business page or Twitter account or all of that stuff. Now, ads, that's different. Advertising is a whole different animal. But, you know, just your presence there, that's free. I mean, where else are you going to get free advertising like that? Uh, that's, that's, that's certainly true. There's, um, there's quite a bit that goes on in um, just the uh, strategy is, I mean, it's the word that we would use in, in marketing, but just being, being around, being present, answering questions. I mean, I, I like to tell some of my local people that I work with, just walk around the town and talk about it, you know, and just oh, gen yeah. to generate the buzz that you're in the town and you were out for a walk this morning and you ran into Mr. Smith. And, you know, there's so many different things and ways that you can use social media to mm -hmm. really bolster even your community, especially if you're local. And right. You're it's the equivalent of going into the coffee shop. You know, and yes. oh, hey, what are you up to these days? Oh, well, I started a business, and I, I'm doing this, and I'm selling this. You know, you can actually do that and reach all sorts of people that you wouldn't normally, you know, there in the coffee yeah. shop. Absolutely. So let me change gears then just a second for a little bit. What's the difference between, or is there a difference between small businesses and large businesses, and how should they approach social media differently? 
Well, um, I like to think that they're surprisingly the same. At first, when I, I first started getting into this, I, I started working with a client that is on the larger side. They're not like they're not like multinational corporation, Microsoft or IBM or something like that. But they're they're big. They hire. They have lots of employees, and they yep. they reach thousands of people every day. And they're they're following on their social media accounts is is pretty big too. So you know, we had very strategic approach that actually already had their approach before they brought me on board to do, um, to handle their posting and, and that type of thing. And so, you know, they, they have times of day that they like to post things. They have certain types of content at certain types of times of the day that they, they like to do things, you know, so it was, it was very strategic and thought out and kind of tested over time. And then I, I worked with a few small businesses after that, and um, I wasn't quite sure, you know, that I was thinking that's not really going to work for these people as much, and it it didn't. We we did go about it a lot more organically, and a lot. It, I guess partly we were doing the testing ourselves with the the smaller businesses because they didn't have that presence already, and so we were doing that testing and figuring out, okay, so this type of post works well in the afternoon. And then this one seems to get engagement in the morning, but not in the afternoon. And we uh-huh. don't want to post late at night because none of your customers are up at midnight. Whereas this other one, they, they are covering a lot more time zones because they are across North America. Uh, but I was surprised that it, it really does boil down to, are you providing something interesting and useful to your audience? And yes. is it stuff that they're looking for? And if, if mm-hmm. it's not what they want, there's no sense in posting it there. And, yeah, so the, I, I was really interested to see that there were a surprising number of similarities. Now, when you have more of a marketing budget, when you're a larger company, you, do, you can do more things. You can do the ads. Um, mm-hmm. You can do very, very finely targeted ads where, you know, certain audiences are, are seeing the ads, but not all of your audience. And it's, it's really kind of fascinating, um, the, the things that you can do with that. But, you know, most small businesses aren't going to get into that. Um, they, they might run some ads, and that's great, and that's actually a, a good idea to test out. Test out different ideas that you have. You can do it fairly cheaply. I've got this, this one client their audience is still building up on Facebook. They're they're, yeah. they're getting their grandkids to sign them up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you know, he, he does do an ad every so often, a couple, three times a year. And it has been interesting to see that, you know, it does get a little bit better reach each time. And, and we can do some tweaks to it each time based on what uh-huh. the previous one was. It's just right yeah. now it's not worth full money. So he doesn't, he doesn't have to spend that kind of time and budget where this, my one big company is like, oh my gosh, the thousands of dollars that they're spending every month on ads and they're getting their money back and then some. I mean, these ads are working. It's definitely worth it for them. So that's, I think probably the ad part is where it really differs. But, you know, otherwise it's engaging. It's providing quality content, things that your audience wants to see, talking to them, answering their questions, you know, showing that you're real people too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we are coming pretty close to the end of our time here. So do we have, oh, um, do you have anything else to, I know time flies when so you're fast. Having fun, right? So well, I, I, I did have a couple of things if, if you don't mind. I know we, you know, yeah, sure. we were talking yeah. about 
doing talking about this, we were, we were kind of jokingly saying the topic should be the good, the bad, the ugly. And as I was coming up with making some notes to myself, I want to be sure to talk about this and this and this. Um, uh-huh. I realized that that most of it is good in social media. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a, there's a bad rap, and there there are some things. It can be time consuming, uh, you know, and that's where you got to think about hiring someone if you just don't have the time to do it. You know, yeah. you might be able to get some, it, you can actually get really basic social media services. Even as a small business, you can find freelancers that will do that. So, you know, I mean, there's no excuse to not do any of it. Um, you can pre-schedule things. There's really cheap and free tools that will allow you to pre-schedule posts so you can do it yourself when you have time. But it can be time consuming, especially once you get a larger presence, once you get a larger audience. And then that's about the ROI. That's one of the main downsides of social media. But... You know, you, you will get those little feedbacks from people, from your customers. Oh, thank you for being there for me. I'm really glad you posted this. That was great. You know, those types of things. So you, you do get some ROI, even if you don't have the metrics and the ads and things like that. And then the, the ugly, you know, the elephant in the room is that people can get kind of mean on social media. So you do have to develop yes. a little yeah. bit of a thick skin if you're posting a lot because people will, you know, I think that everybody thinks that they're anonymous even though their name is right there on their yes. account. And so it's, most people, though, are lovely. Like 98% of the people I deal with are, are absolutely lovely, lovely on social media. You get a couple of jerks in a day and it can like really bring you down, but you have to remember that they're isolated. So yes. overall, it's, it, it's something that everyone should be doing. Um, it may take a little trial and error to find out where your audience is. He, he, not every social media platform is going to be perfect for every place, every business, every place, every every company, every product, you know. But there, once you kind of figure out, oh, people here are kind of responding to me, it can be a lot of fun. It can be really rewarding. And you can build some good relationships with people that, you know, it might not pay off tomorrow. It might not pay off next week, but six months from now, a year from now, these could be your your most loyal clients. Yep, absolutely. All right, Lee. Well, thank you so much for sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly about social media. Um, if any of our You're listeners welcome. would like to uh, learn more about you, where can they where can they find you? Where can they talk to you? Uh, you can find me at my social media presence. I'm on Twitter at Lee underscore Vasquez Noon. Um, I'm also on Facebook as Kismet Copywriting. If you want to contact me business-wise on Facebook, definitely use Kismet Copywriting. And then my uh, business website is www.kismetcopywriting.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure that all that information goes into the show notes so that our, all of our wonderful listeners can get a hold of you to, to ask some questions or reach out to you and, and, and see how, they, how that, we can make, make that work. Awesome. Well, thank you you. so much for spending some time with us today. And um, I think that's, that's a wrap on this one. Thanks for listening to this episode about the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media. Check out our past episodes and visit us at chattingwithcopywriters.com. If you have a topic or would like to appear on our show, please get in touch with us by filling out the contact form. And don't forget to subscribe either at chattingwithcopywriters.com or on your favorite podcast service such as iTunes or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and leave us a review.